You are listening to the Mumgri Podcast with Lillian Umarunji Jung and Isabel Alexander. One is based in Vancouver and the other, LA. Two besties from high school spill the tea on motherhood and share what's worthy of your precious time on the gram and Netflix. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of the Mumgree Podcast. I'm Lillian Umarunji Jung, and I'm joined by my favorite co-host, Izzy. How's it going, Izzy? What's going on? We have our friend of the show, Mark Grinzalski, joining us today. How how are you, Mark? I am fantastic. I love the energy, and I love the... The pre-show, I wish we taped that of all the memes and laughs and connectivity issues. I feel like that was money worth. Um, if we sold it, it would be really entertaining. <laughs> so hopefully we can live up to that. Right? I feel like we might have a bloopers episode or like an episode where it's just Behind okay. Yeah. BTS. Yes. We, we have a lot to cover today, and I think that everyone who's on our social media has been excited to figure out who our friend is who had the shot, 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 shot. <laughs> Everybody. Um, it's you, Mark. You're, you're yes. our friend. You're our only friend. <laughs> I'm your only friend? No, no. At this point, come on. Um, so, can you just bring us back to the beginning? What happened? How did you get the phone call? Was it a golden ticket? How did it go now? So, uh, long story short, that's going to be long anyway. I'll try to condense it. Um, the University of Iowa was one of the testing sites for the vaccine, right? Yeah. So they were looking for volunteers, and, you know, Denise, my wife, works at the University of Iowa, and she mentioned, hey, there's going to be a trial here. Would you be interested? And they need a wide variety of um, sampling population, including minorities, which I would fall under, obviously, for those that don't know, at home listening. So I was like, all right, let's go for it. So I asked a bunch of questions to Denise. She tried to give me the best information because she doesn't work for Pfizer works for Iowa. So I signed up and got accepted. I was, uh, I was, uh, I think they were trying to get 30,000 at first or 20,000. I forget. So wow. that was back in, I want to say, I think it's July or late, like July started going on because there's three phases of the trial. So this was going to the third phase. And do you have any questions up to this point? I think I don't want to lose anybody. I mean, I do. Were were we still friends at that time? Was this a secret that you had to keep under wraps? Like, how did no, we... no? I did you I, know about this? No, I definitely, I definitely knew about it. He was posting about it on yeah. Facebook too. Oh, yeah. that's why. That's yeah. why. Facebook. And LinkedIn too. I everywhere. I was just oh, so people oh. could see because you know there's a lot of um, conspiracy and doubt around vaccines and history. There's some bad history too in America with uh, science experience experiments too. So there was, I mean, it, it's not when you say um, vaccine trial, there's a lot of red flags that do go up. So I wanted to be transparent through the process. Right. So after you get accepted, um, there's a 50, 50 shot. You get the vaccine. So you either get a placebo 
or the actual vaccine. Um, 99% certain I did get it because I had, uh, like soreness and a feeling. I haven't been confirmed yet, which should be soon, which is aka unblinding. Excuse me. So, yes, I think um, that, that requires explanation because when, when you texted unblinding, I had no idea at so, the time what yeah. that was. So unblinding means you're given the full info of what you got. So they do, so the reason it's 50 50 is so they can do a double, uh, what is it called? Double blind study. So they don't tell you what you get. So you can just go about your day and then they can track the results from there. It's kind of common with medications that are in trials. Um, so that's where they, you, you, you're hearing, oh, it's 95% effective or 90% effective because they, um, can track those who didn't have it and those that did. So. Obviously, those that didn't have it were still getting COVID. Those that uh, weren't getting COVID had the shot to a, to a degree. Wow. Okay. So what what did they tell you? Or I guess okay. So what 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 happened then? So you get you get the notice that you've been selected, and then do you go into the hospital? Yeah. Where, so where let's start the there. Um, so you have it's a three hour appointment the first time. Yeah. Um, so so you have to qualify for, you couldn't have had COVID, obviously, because you'd have antibodies and whatnot, and allergic, I mean, if you're allergic, I mean, that's a risk. Um, uh, so they ask you a lot of questions, make sure you're on uh, stable medications, like, so they don't want you starting medications within, like, I, I think it was, like, two, three weeks, maybe a month, so nothing interferes with anything, so they can't um, get thrown off. Um, they check your blood pressure, weight. Uh, read you everything, give you a lot of information. Um, I don't have it with me, but there's like a ton of stuff. Um, just make confirm you want to still be in it, tell you exactly how long it's going to be, which is two years, believe it or not. Wow. So, uh, yeah, it's quite a, quite a long time. And then after everything's good, you're, you qualify, you don't back out, they give you a shot. So it's just a little prick in the shoulder. It actually wasn't that bad um, upon, like, getting um, the needle in. But you stay for 30 minutes so mm-hmm. you don't pass out or anything or anything happens. They can do You're on in the hospital, right? Um, and then you go home. That's it. And then they set your next appointment up, which I think was, like, a few weeks. Uh, no, well, it was a month later. I, I don't have, the, like, the schedule in front of me, but it was, like, a, maybe a month later or a few weeks later. So what are the warnings like what what are the i guess side effects that they or the symptoms that you will feel like do they give you any type of indication yeah they gave us because this was like phase three so they had um prior uh participants so um it was a little bit like an achy feeling soreness uh at the shot site uh maybe woozy maybe a little just not feeling right um stuff like that that's what I kind of felt. Uh, it was just kind of like an achy feeling, a little woozy. Nothing like debilitating or scary where I was like, oh, God, I got to go to the hospital. But it definitely, you, oh, excuse me, it definitely was like something was in me, <laughs> if that makes sense. Wow. Did you have an appetite? Did anything kind of change around that? Nothing major changed. It, this lasted for maybe two days or so. I felt like a little woozy and achy. It wasn't like like myself mm-hmm. um 
so I after that I was like, okay, something was definitely matching. I got the shot. <laughs> wow. So has Denise found out yet if she has... Wait, you're not even done. You forgot to ask the, the crazy part. Okay, so continue. The, <laughs> the, the, the crazy part is, since COVID is so, so sucky, you have to take two shots. Oh, no. Yeah, this one's a double dose, which is the like the annoying part. So uh, I think the next was about a month later, or maybe a few weeks. I could It's give or take two, two to four weeks. I took my second shot, and I felt a little feeling, but, like, less time, if that uh, helps you out, anybody out there. So two shots, and you might not feel as bad the second time. Some people did feel worse the second time versus mm-hmm. the first, but I felt worse the first time versus the second. If I did get it, which I think I did, but we'll see soon, officially. How long till you find out? So there's um, two things. Uh, <laughs> So they wanted originally tell us really soon, but I think Pfizer said we have to wait six months after our second shot, which would be in February for me. But if you work in that atmosphere or I think are high risk, they might tell you sooner. Oh, okay. Like, no. Yeah. So I, th- I think that's fluid. So by the time this comes out, it might have changed. But as of right now, it's either, it's either February or if they feel like I'm working in, in a healthcare environment or there's a few other things I, I can't remember off the top of my head. They'll give you um, the information. Now, or if you get sick. Also, too, if you get really sick or something, right. they'll unblind you if you go to the hospital. Oh, interesting. Do you know anyone who's had any type of reaction to it? Uh, no. No. What? I, I've heard a lot of conversation about, okay, there's different brands. You know, of course, Pfizer being probably the most popular one. Um, have you, were you presented any options at all? Or was no, it? no. So Pfizer um, chose Iowa as a site. So every, every uh, when you do these trials, you pick different sites or qualify. However that works, I don't, I'm not too privy to that information, but Iowa was a Pfizer site. So you don't have like a bunch of uh, different ones there typically, when I was told. And do they tell you that if you take our shot, you can't take another shot in the future, or how does that work? Yeah, yeah, you don't want to double up. They that's why they they want to make sure um, you're coordinated on this. So, you know, if you're if you oh, that's another thing too. If you, if I had an employer that was going to give me a shot in the schedule, they would unblind me too, so I could coordinate that with them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so, is there? Do you know much about? like any costs associated with this or just kind of accessibility? Cause a lot of people had questions oh, around that. Oh, I have no clue. Um, I imagine it's probably not going to be too costly. Cause I, it, like, I think we're really trying to get this under control. So I, I have no clue. Because I think the government may have picked some of the tabs up, but um, I couldn't speak to that too clearly. From what I, I have can a tell, feeling it's, it's going to be kind of like how flu shot is like, Oh, it's free with most insurance. Yeah, that's pro- probably true. Okay. Wow. So what were you, okay, dropping into your feelings now prior to yes. taking it. It's the summertime. It's hot. Clearly everyone's, you know, the conversations have never stopped about COVID-19, but were you feeling a little scared at all going into this? Uh, Yes and no. I asked Denise a lot of questions and she 
probably would be better to explain like the science and what kind of vaccine this is. But also keep in mind, um, COVID strains are are common and have been around for a while. So some are worse than others, obviously. So this isn't like a new thing. It's just a worse thing of something they know of. So there's been a lot of studying around this. So that's why I was like, all right, this can't be too blind for them to make something up, right? That's just how I felt. You know, if you Google, like I think I was texting you guys yesterday, if you start Googling like other COVID strains, like they've been studying this for years and it's just now that everyone's been forced to be on the same page and get something done. So I, I feel um, more confident in that. And two, I was just telling someone earlier, like I, uh, I always, I, I think I tell you this too easy, like watch what people do. Don't listen to what people say. And if you look who's trying to take the vaccine first is physicians. Right. So if they really had a lot to lose and were unsure, they would not be in the front of the line, which they're like all volunteering, posting pictures of. So I feel confident in that, too. Now, you have a child. Is there is there an age? Uh, you know, have they said anything about not an age sure that on that? I, I'm not 100 percent sure. I think the FDA will probably set that in America. FDA, um, federal. Um, what is it? Uh, Food and Drug Administration. That's our mm-hmm. government body. And CDC, I think, um, Centers for Disease Control will, uh, I think, coordinate on that. So I couldn't answer that. Okay. So your your child hasn't taken the shot yet? No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what the they're looking at for, age, like, low ages. Ooh, what yeah, a <laughs> journey. Was there a part of you that felt a sense of relief? Because you do have, you know, parents and elderlies in your in your in your circle, was there a part of you that felt like this is okay? One step forward. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, COVID's so deadly. Look how many people have died. I figured why not try to help number one and number two, you know, if this works, like let's, let's get this out of the way. I don't want COVID. Yeah, I know. It's, it's been the yeah, worst rather, thing rather in history. Of this. Be protected versus trying to mess with COVID. Because you, I mean, you see what happens. People have lingering effects and it's, I want to jump into every effect of it, but it's awful. Will you need to continue to go in for them to run any form of tests on you? Yeah. Like just to keep an yeah. eye on it? Uh, my next one is in March. March. So they're okay. going to see. So that's the other thing about this vaccine. We're hoping it lasts longer and does a nice protection job. So they're going to see how many, um, if I did have it or I didn't have it, um, they're going to want to check the antibodies and see if it's working still. So fingers crossed it lasts for a while. So when the people who uh, didn't have the shot, will they, I mean, I guess they'll have an opportunity to get it later. I'm hoping. Yes, yes, yes they will. <laughs> kind of a dumb question, but uh, okay. Uh, but then do they have to continue like, well, if this is a two-year process. Well, no, that I think part, that's... That yeah. part I'm not 100% sure on. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew the people that got it, they did want to keep studying because they, um, like, start to finish can, you know, have a lot of data from that. Uh, I'm not 100% sure on the placebo folks, though. Oh, wow. Uh, and I guess if it is working... What are they saying? If they, if, if, you know, if you get past this, do you, do they encourage, you know, the continuous use of masks and things like that? Or, or have they given any sort of 
indication of what your life can be like if this works? Um, they weren't sure because it's still new. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we, from what I was hearing, we need herd immunity. So however that looks, will kind of dictate what we're going to do. But I, I still wear my mask and face shield. Okay. Uh, Izzy, do you have any other questions about this? No, I just, um, like I said, I kind of have followed Mark's journey through the trial, like through his social media posts. So a lot of this info I'm familiar with already. It's just, I feel like it's really selfless to kind of just go out there and be the guinea pig. You're definitely a better human being than me because my <laughs> motto is like, uh-uh, uh, let those motherfuckers go first and then I'm going to wait and see. <laughs> you did not just... <laughs> So that's an edit. No kidding. <laughs> Keeping it real. Well, listen, oh, you know, you know, there's we're we're all in this together. So I'm happy it's uh, progressing forward. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God for you and all the frontline workers and everyone who's doing this first. It's frontline guinea pig, right? <laughs> it's it's a lot. Right. <laughs> Well, we're going to get into uh, a much more lighthearted part of the show, which is we have collected the top, I'm going to let you say your favorite word, Izzy. Fuckery moments of 2020. And there's positive ones in there, too. We, we, we just mix them all together. And originally we were going to do 12, but we thought, you know what? We're just going to do as many as we can possibly think of. And let's start with Zoom. We started this year with the pandemic, and a lot of us had to find ways to chat, communicate, have our parties, see one another. And I just want to ask the question, did either of you know what Zoom was prior to, say, any time between January and March? Yeah, I definitely did. Um, being as I was working from home for like the, over the past four years, um, oh, okay. Zoom was a platform that we used for work for our meetings all the time. Okay. So yeah, I was totally familiar with it. However, my first ever like Zoom like birthday party happened when it was Justin's birthday. Oh, that was a, <laughs> that was, <laughs> that was, was actually lit. pretty fun. <laughs> It was lit. That was fun. One and done. Never did a party again after that. <laughs> uh, Mark, did you go to any Zoom parties? Uh, I, yeah, for work, mostly. You went to a work Zoom party or you just... Yeah, used? we've had, like, between my last, uh, my former employer and my previous one, we've had, like, Zoom stuff. So, yeah, technically, yes, Zoom parties. But I, I did know what Zoom was before um, uh, the whole pandemic hit, too, as well. Okay, so I was clearly the only person who... Are you sure? Of, you really didn't know? I really had no idea. I thought that Zoom was that um, employer site, or am I thinking of another site? Oh, what? Isn't there an employer site where, like, <laughs> or like a hiring site that's called Zoom? No, nah, girl, that's called Indeed. <laughs> no, 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 I swear I am not. I will find it. Anyways, we'll get back to that. There's, there's legal Zoom. That's a website. Legal Zoom. That's probably what I was thinking of, which is not about hiring. It's about getting you 
probably about if you got fired and now you want to want a lawyer yeah exactly (laughs) okay so masks and sanitizers and toilet paper now the mask thing i don't know if any of you saw it but have you seen the youtube video of naomi campbell boarding a flight yes that's that was my facebook cover photo for uh months Okay, so did you know that she's been wearing the mask for over seven? Yes, yes, yeah. Round of applause. This woman is amazing. Like she's been ahead of this. She's been doing, you know, the the cleansing and the routine of just wiping down her whole station in on the plane. Like, did either of you uh, kind of have any rituals when you got on planes prior to March? Not me. I really didn't. No, but I will say, you know, we traveled in the beginning of March and I was doing my Naomi. We weren't wearing masks, but I literally had hands like the sanitizer wipes and I wiped down everything because my kids are small. They touch everything. They're crusty as hell. They're going to push it in their mouth. So literally like, okay, here's your hand sanitizer. Let's wipe this down. Don't touch this yet. Don't touch this. Don't put anything in your mouth. Don't eat while we're on here. Yeah, I would say that since having a child, that's when I really started to take airplane uh, sort of cleansing rituals into, like, that's when I really started to exercise it. Um, but prior to that, I was just boarding that plane and playing cards on the table. I was not paying enough attention. So learned yeah, a lot of that, and I definitely recommend everyone to watch it. How about the toilet paper gate? Did any of you run out and grab that toilet paper before it was gone? <laughs> I got a, I got some at Costco, but I'm still to this day confused. Why is there still no toilet paper? Like, I don't, as far as I know, and I said this at the beginning of the pandemic, they didn't come out and say diarrhea is like the main the main side effect of COVID. So I don't understand. I would have thought that people would be buying up Kleenex. Like, oh, you have a runny nose or like you're crusty. Like, why are you hoarding toilet paper? It was the toilet paper, the paper towels, and the hand soap. It was. You didn't wash your hands before. <laughs> it was such a mess. Like I don't know why that happened. Um, in Iowa, we have an adequate supply. I felt. Um, I didn't really go nuts with it. I just bought enough because everyone else was freaking out about it. I, mm-hmm. I still don't understand why that happened. Like, it just was weird. And I think it was like a domino effect. Everyone just started panicking and then it caused other people to like, all right, I, best, I guess I better buy up too. But it was yeah. weird. I think we're going to look back at that and just like, what were y'all doing? It just shows that we were all so afraid of wiping our ass with anything <laughs> but toilet paper. Like, I think people naturally imagine themselves like in the jungle or in the woods or in, in like just somewhere where there's no toilet paper when they think of the end of the world. And then they just imagine themselves having to use leaves and it. Yeah, but you know what? You need a bidet, everybody. Uh, <laughs> if it's funny, it's taught you anything. You need a bidet. Yeah, you really do. And you know what? A lot of people installed bidets and they were like a hot seller on Amazon mm-hmm. dur- because of this during the pandemic. And it's it's better. Bidets make everything better. It does. It's Just amazing. spray and go on with your day. Ooh, yeah. Listen to us with these taglines. <laughs> Hire us. <laughs> go on Zoom.com. Uh, so we also have, uh, well, on a much more serious note, uh, 
a topic that matters the most to us, I would say. Well, I shouldn't say that. It matters to everyone, which is Black Lives Matter. Uh, Black Lives Matter has been around for over six years. Uh, the organization that is and just the, um, it feels like this year is the year where we finally got press and eyes and coverage and attention on issues and problems in the communities. And, uh, you know, I think we all kind of have an idea of why this year things finally started to get light. But what would you say would be the top reasons why you think finally people understand what it means? I personally think that the rise of it and how it just exploded is directly tied to the pandemic because we are bored in the house and we in the house bored and nobody has a damn job. It was all over social media, all over the news and people, because people were off of work and laid off and employers are raggedy, they had the time to go out and march and do the protests and have their voices be heard. Media was covering it. It, it was just like a perfect storm of things that was happening. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah, it definitely was a perfect storm and, uh, it just gained traction so fast across the country and even the world too. Um, yeah, it was, it was something else. You know, I, Everyone was mobilized. Uh, a lot of messaging got out there, and, and corporate America got on board. But yeah, uh, it, it was something. Especially it was warm weather too. I think we forget that part. Um, yeah, it was interesting. There's going to be probably a lot of uh, PhD topics on this. Be interested to read in the future. A lot, a lot. Yeah, I think we finally. I agree with all that. We had the time to reflect and focus and take action and you know i think that in the past uh these murders that were taking place were overshadowed with celebrity news and with pol- you know politics and things like that and this time it was there was there was nothing there to ignore it you know there was nothing there to distract us and so it you know any time that there was a murder um you know, unfortunately, it, it finally was given the um, proper attention and uh, we were able to take action it's just as, so as a collective. Oh, totally, totally. It's just so interesting that we're talking about this now, like months and months and months later, like now we're in December. And yet still, though, we still have no justice for Breonna Taylor. None. So although like it blew up, there's still things that have not yet been resolved months and months and months later. Yeah. And shout out to Tyler Perry, who just uh, funded $100,000 towards the legal team, uh, towards her boyfriend. He just did that today. So Yeah, you're starting to see uh, more celebrities um, and philanthropists, too, as well, start funding different uh, social initiatives, too, and uh, yes. and stuff like that helping out with many causes. So that, that, that's a great thing too, that we're starting to see take hold and I think stay as well. For sure. I also saw little baby funded the birthday party for George Floyd's daughter, which was the yeah, most amazing that. birthday party. It was so cute. Oh, it was so cute. So 
on a completely, you know what, these topics are going to jump. Our feelings are going to be all over the place, so just prepare yourself. It's a roller coaster. Jump around. It's roll a roller dice. coaster. You know, we, we've had this feeling all year. This is literally a summary of, of how much things have changed. So on to the next topic here, Keeping Up with the Kardashians has decided to end. How do we feel? I think it Did was you watch time. The show? Did you I watch watched the show? it in the beginning. I didn't watch every single season. I watched like, um, you know, three faces ago of Kylie. That's how many seasons behind oh, I am. Lordy, yeah. No, so no, no comment. Um, on me. No comment. <laughs> yeah, I just I think it was time. They've been they've been on for nineteen seasons. Forever. They. I'll say this about them. Nineteen. 19 seasons. Let me say this about the Kardashians. They know how to keep the public's interests. Everyone says they're, like, talentless. I disagree. Can you name anything that's been as long, excuse me, anything that's been on as long as they have and they voluntarily stepped away? I mean, that's a skill in its own right is keeping interest, and they were masters at it. Hate them or love them. They are, God, what is it, mid-2000s till now? 2007. Down. Yeah, it's just... Wow. That's what I tell people. I'm like, listen, you know, they've been in the limelight, whether you love them or hate them, and we all know what is going on in their life since forever now. And they just keep the generations building. I mean, the what the Kardashian kids will probably be, God, in five to ten years, just as like they were pretty soon here. Can you name all the children? No. Everyone? No. No. No, no. anything. That's why I gave a vague generalization of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I do think that this is not the last that we'll see of them on TV. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, Kylie gets a spinoff or like Kendall or if a little bit down the road while when the when the younger kids are older, they Mm -hmm. end up having their own like reboot or spinoff. I just don't think this is the last we're going to see of them. Oh, of course not. They know what they're doing. And I think that they, they, they get the most, uh, visibility through social media. Like they, I think that was, I read somewhere that that's what they were realizing was that there was way more, uh, I guess viewership through their, through like a post versus an episode. And so tried to like, you know, understand the difference in cost. It was like, well, I can just post or I can go on live and, and sell billions of dollars of makeup so um yeah my hat goes off to them that's not an easy thing 19 seasons and i don't want to get into the nitty-gritty but like is a season of that show is it a full year or is that it's half not a, i'm not really sure how they break down their their seasons but like it's thir- they've been on for 13 years and they've had 19 seasons oh okay Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. wow. That's a lot. That is a lot. And I'm not sure if they're including like the spinoffs with that, because you know Courtney and and Chloe had their own spinoff yeah. at one point. So I'm not sure if that includes like the spinoff episodes. Um, it's a long time. It's a long time. It's a long time. You're right. They've worked hard. They it's have a dynasty. It really is. It is. Um, speaking of dynasties. Uh, when we think of dynasties, sometimes we think of the monarchy. And, uh, one of the biggest moments of 2020 was 
Megxit, as they've nicknamed it. Uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry dipped out from London, from the palace to L.A. How do we feel about that? I think it's good for them. Um, clearly, they were dealing with some stuff that they weren't happy with over there, so they dipped out. It's it's uh, it's quite incredible, and you know whether or not you know a lot about the family, it's very brave. And I just when it happened, I I like my jaw dropped because it's just that's to leave and to just feel confident and know that you're making the right move. It's, I mean, my hat goes off to them. It's amazing. I watch way too much of the crown. So I have a lot of inner feelings <laughs> that I will not express at this time <laughs> that are oh. quite controversial, but I will say, uh, amazing things. And, and I, I can't imagine what it was like to be in their shoes and experience what they did from the racism that they, you know, were plagued with every single day being there to the tabloids attacking them to the history that, you know, Prince Harry was familiar with, um, with his mother. It's just a lot. So I hope they're feeling better today than they were when they were there. Well, it really goes to show too that like nobody is exempt from racism. Like this is a ro- like they're part of the royal family. Like the fact that she was just a regular person is irrelevant. Like she's now princess, yes. and she's like people are still acting racist towards her. So it doesn't change. Class doesn't really change that. Fame doesn't really change that. Um, but for them to move for their own sanity and their own like mental health and all that is just huge. And I feel as though being Canadian, we are kind of like in tune with the Royal family a little bit more than maybe America. Absolutely. We stare at the money all day. They're on money. They're on everything. (laughs) Yeah. So I just wonder, like, you know, I think a lot of it was Harry thinking, okay, like I don't want her to end up like my mother. He's protecting his, his, his wife and family. And, and I, you know, there's been so many situations in, within that family that have, that we've learned about that are so questionable. And I, I just feel like they made the best decision, even though it's so weird. I feel like as Canadians, we almost feel like we're part of their family sometimes. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Like that, Go ahead, sis. Really, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> and we were so like when they were living in Victoria, all of us thought we knew them. We were like, "Oh, they're in Vic, okay," but we did not know where they were. Um, and so that's just how we are as Canadians. We really, we really um, admire what they've done, and now they have their own podcast that they're doing together. Did you guys know oh, that? Oh, wow. I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, they just announced they're doing uh, a podcast together. So maybe we'll be a guest on their podcast someday. Who knows? Aim for the sky. Aim for the sky. Uh, so let's see how well I do with these transitions. So uh, let's, let's go for it. When you think of the queen, you think of uh, animals. So we're going to switch over to Tiger King. Wow, that was a horrible <laughs> transition. <laughs> We went from the queen. We went from the queen to the king. So Tiger King of the tigers. Tiger, Tiger King. Um, Why was the show so 
beloved. It was. No. It, it just was a a train wreck of train wrecks. Like that's none of that is normal. None of these people you ever come across, but it actually happened, and it's just unbelievable. Shook. Like if I said that to you, like, hey, I this this this, you'd probably think, oh, okay, he's lying. But <laughs> just watching it and getting receipts, and it's like, what happened here? How is this possible? And listen. It's, listen, it was like a parade of characters. Like, it, like it wasn't just like two characters. I think that's why it's popular. Like, I, I can't remember all the names. I just can see their faces in my it head. Was, like, it was just so many of the people. <laughs> like, what is it, going on? It was a hot mess express sprinkled with fuckery, <laughs> chocolate coated in pure shenanigans. When my sister, when my sister called and told me I need to watch this show at first, when she described it to me, I thought she it was like a, a sitcom or like a series, like a scripted. Like I did not think this was like a reality documentary. And then I started watching it. Like, wait, this is real. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Just the the the, the cast of characters. It. <laughs> We needed it, though. You know that, right? We needed yeah, it at that time. Came, it came at the right time. Oh, we man. Needed. It was just... just think, I was thinking of some of the stuff that happened. It was something else. Oh, it really man. was. And just... I, man, like, some of it sounds fake. Or you sound... We need an update, it. though. We Another need an one? update. I know. I need to know, like, where are they all now? Like, what's going on with Joe Exotics? Like, like his case... Where's Jeff Lowe? Like Carol Baskin, we've seen her ass dancing the freaking Eye of the Tiger on Dancing with the Stars. What about the rest of them people? Uh, no. Is he? Is he? Does he have a life sentence, or is he like ten years, twenty years? He's murder, right? Like, is he there forever? I. I just. I feel. I really feel like he's gonna get out. <laughs> I think but so he was, too. He was sentenced to um, twenty-two years. Oh, he'll be out. He'll yeah, be out. for the for the murder for hire scheme. Um, I just feel like yeah, with appeals and stuff, like I just really feel like he's going to get out. That's going to be. I mean, if the world is still interested, it'll be the biggest return to Netflix of all time. Oh yeah, no, we're interested. <laughs> we definitely look. We're oh, definitely interested. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I can't believe it. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. Sign us that, up. Yeah, there's so much to cover on that. Like, we could do a whole podcast on that. For sure. Oh, For my sure. God. Yeah. Well, uh, from talking about the monarchy to Tiger King, now we are going to pay homage to, to the Queen Bee. To the, the Queen, Queen Bee. Bee. Who gave us the gift of Black is King. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. It is just the most beautiful tribute to the motherland through costume, through art, through dance, through storytelling. It's, it's beautiful. It's one of my favorite visuals that have come out in the past five years for sure. Look, that alone, like, um, Black Parade was our, my household, meaning me and Marley's top song of 2020 on Spotify. 
Absolutely. Beautiful. I love it. Love it. She knows all the words. Like, yeah. Well, and let's talk about how Blue Ivy is now one of the youngest Grammy-nominated artists of all time because of um, Brown Skin Girl from the song. So, so from her contribution. And that yeah, song that's right. Amazing. That's yeah. right. So a lot, a lot to be thankful with that because I think we needed and positivity. And someone made Mumgri super famous this year from putting them on, exactly. on their list. <laughs> that's, the exactly. most, that's the most amazing thing what Beyonce did. For those that don't know, Beyonce put together an awesome list of... Yeah. Um, what is it, Black-Owned Businesses and Mumbrey? Black-Owned Businesses, yeah, Beyonce's Black, Black Parade. And if you want to look up the awesome excitement that Lillian had, I think the video was on YouTube, or where, where'd you put it? I know I've seen it a bunch of times. It's on um, Instagram still. Yeah, it's on Instagram, Instagram. Instagram feed. I've yeah. seen it so many times. But <laughs> it was it's the best. best. I love your mess. reaction. I loved your reaction. <laughs> it was so candid and live. Just, I uh, loved it. it was so yeah. authentic. Izzy, you know who got that, right, on camera? Who? You know who recorded that? That was Amy, who does the intro of this show. Amy! Oh Amazing. Yeah, Amy. Amy's intro was awesome. With the, Amy. With the, 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 the song, and I just, I just, I love it. Yeah. It was so good. Amy, Amy thought something was going down, and she she pulled out her phone at the moment. So, shout out who, to Amy. Who does and, the song Jenny. of your show, by the way? Which one? This intro one? Yeah. That one. <laughs> I I found it. I found that song. It took me it took me three days. Um I believe it's an artist out of the UK. Um I don't remember their name off the top of my head, but it took me three days to find that song. We need I, to be friends. I feel like we should be friends with them. Do you like it? It's a good song, right? I love it. So it's stuck in my head. I can just hear it like Amy and the, the pan pipes and the beat and everything and is he usually saying clusterfuck in the intro? Yeah, and, clusterfuck. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, or it's, fuckery. It's, it's, it's like magical. <laughs> I think it's called Paradise. That's why I was attracted to it. I was like, oh, okay. We can start the show with Paradise every time. Um, yeah, that's a great song. So, speaking of the queen, The Crown. Who got into it? Because I am obsessed with the show. I've seen every single episode up to date. And one of the biggest moments this year was Princess Diana was introduced on the show. They introduced her. I'm like one season behind. So I need to like hurry up and binge it. I'm just so confused why they keep changing like the actors and actresses though. Why couldn't they just keep the same ones and just age them up with makeup? Because... It worked out. Trust me, I was with you. I was a doubter. I was like, this is horrible. I'm not going to watch it after this season. I was angry because the queen in the first one was amazing. I loved her. Amazing. And and I was so nervous. And then now I'm obsessed with this queen. Like, if this queen goes, I might leave the show, but I probably won't because they're probably going to find someone else who's even better or just as good. And I just feel like they're doing an amazing job with bringing on the people. Casting. Yeah, the casting is so great. And Prince Charles, um, yeah, everyone is really great. I don't want to ruin anything because I know a lot of people are still watching the show, but I think I think Princess Diana is 
doing an incredible job. Like, she looks just like her. It's crazy. And and behaves like her and has the same manner as it. Like, she really studied her very well. So it's a great show. Yeah. They did a good job. So, yeah, if you haven't caught up or you don't know what we're talking about, The Crown, it's on Netflix, four seasons, totally binge-worthy. Absolutely. Speaking of crowns, Schitt's Creek finally got their recognition at the Do end. Do you know I've never watched either show? Oh, The Crown or Schitt's Creek? Yeah. Oh, I, this is almost as bad as when Izzy didn't see Insecure. What's happening on this show? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? What are these two shows? Are you okay? I can't. I can't. I can't have it. I'll catch up one day. I'll try, and then we'll. Shit's we'll Creek is so funny, and shout out to Dan Levy who supported Mumgree through his visa. Did he? Yeah, he he gave a big shout out to Mumgree, and it was one Whoa. of the highlights of this year for He's me. Canadian, for sure. right? Yes. So very, how, very can much. you tell us the backstory on that? Well, he he did a visa. Um, he was a part of the visa campaign that was in support of small businesses, mm-hmm. and um, he gave a big shout out to Mumgri as his favorite nut butter. And yeah, oh that's huge. And it like made my heart skip several beats, and um, then. Less than a month later, or maybe a month later, he, uh, him and the crew all sweeped at the Emmys with 15, uh, Emmys and, or more than that, was it? I think it was 19, was it? Yeah, I'll have to look it up. But a lot of Emmys. A lot. Uh, so much so that I don't even know the other shows that won any other award because. Because they were the only one that mattered. They really did. They cleaned house. They cleaned house. And they deserve it. The show is so good. It's the show that I watch. You know when you finish work and you just want to watch something that's, you know, not complicated, that will make you laugh and feel good, and that you could just jump into on any episode? Like, I don't even go by season. I just, because I've seen all of them now, I'll just, like, watch an old episode. It's, like, timeless. I'm going to check it out. I will definitely yeah. check it out. Yeah. You definitely um, need to watch it. Yeah. I'm a huge Dan Levy fan. Like, from, like, way back in the day, I used to watch him and Jesse on The Hills After Show. I yes! So did, you, did you know that our intro was inspired by The Hills? I did not. But I, yeah. now I can see it. You can see it, right? Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that is... That and then going on to other big monumental crazy moments, Kamala Harris, vice president. Yes. Where were you when the moment happened? Probably in your house, but tell me all about it. Yep. I was in, I think, in my living room. I don't know. <laughs> to our <laughs> lives, right? Look, in the living room. So exciting. That's really, that's really the only two spots. Um, I was on the couch, living room, bed. Basement. Where was I? I don't remember. But it's yeah. But it, it was. It's an awesome moment, no matter where you were in your house or at the store, wherever. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's great to see that uh, America come this this far and in twenty twenty one, we'll have a uh, woman of color VP. It's amazing. VP, are you with me? 
Yeah. That's probably not the song, but um big moment. I am actually I was actually more touched by where she was when the moment happened. I love that she was out for a walk, you know, in her Nike sweat apparel with her husband just walking and that's when she got the news. Like to me it just it looked so beautiful just to see her living her every like just like her you normal know, life her normal life like and I'm pretty sure it was was it on a Sunday am I mistaken or was it on a weekday I'm pretty sure it was on a Sunday I could be wrong um but I just remember it felt like it was a weekend and it just the joy in her eyes it just reflected all of ours so yeah it's a new day it is a new day. New day. We're gonna we're gonna take a hard left here. Uh, we're gonna talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? This is not that much of a hard left because if we're talking about women who had the year of, uh, or whose year it was, you can't have that conversation without Megan Thee Stallion. She really uh, has done so much this year and has provided us with. Not only entertainment, but she's raised a lot of conversations that yeah, isn't happen, you know. And I feel like if it wasn't for her, we wouldn't be necessarily talking about how black women's voices are silenced and how we are mm-hmm. often ignored and how we are often poked fun at. And um, and then through all of that, she taught us how to do new dances. So I, I think that um, there's certain people that will forever be looked at as saving us in 2020. And I put her in that category. So what do you guys feel? Most definitely on many levels, you know, she seems like a nice, authentic person too. you know, like uh, you don't get a lot of caddy or drama with her at all. She's very, I think open. Uh, You see her, you know, like, um, God, I, she has so much going on, but like you, you see her doing the right thing. I feel like she yeah. she puts good music out. She puts good messages out. Um, I think she's accessible to her fans and those beyond. Uh, she's uplifting. No, she's she's a really great musician. I think yeah, she sounds like too. she goes she goes beyond her brand. Yeah, yeah, she does. And she is so beautiful. Did you see the photo of her with no makeup? I was going, what? She looks like she's twelve. Like she looks so young. Like. I, when I looked at her with no makeup, I went, wait a second. It was like that same moment where you see Alicia Keys with no makeup and you're like, what, 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 why, why even wear makeup anymore? Not that there's anything wrong with makeup, but she's just so flawless, like just gorgeous. So yeah, that's the great thing about her. She's not really manufactured. I think that's the term I was looking for maybe earlier. She's not someone that was really like, put through the corporate um, thing of machine come out, you know what I mean? She is who she is, you know, she's not going to be any different when she's famous even more five years online. She's always going to be Megan Stallion, I feel. So that's a, that's a great thing to have. She's yeah. also hella tall, which I love. Like yeah. She's 5'10". Five, she's, five she's, she's super tall. And the girl has, like, knees of steel. Oh, for I sure. Think. I can't. Every time I see, I'm like, wait a second. 
Well, Wait, like, it's one so thing she's, she's also taught us, like, those of us, like, in our 30s and mid-30s, like, our knees are shot now. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen so many memes about that. That's... <laughs> Is your wait a minute? Hold up. Is your your knees are all right, aren't they? No, I feel my knees are like no. How though? Like what, wherever you wait. Wait a minute. You karate kick and yeah, jump you put it out. Yeah, like, I know, but I don't really think like I. It's like I karate kicking and jumping around is one thing, but like, can I drop down and get my eagle on? Probably not, girl. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we don't we don't know all that about you, but it seems we like you, <laughs> it seems like you like, back up like. Yeah, the knees like of of the like dancing like in the college days. That's I think that's over. Oh, it's an God. art form. I can't. I can't. Like every time I watch, I'm like, ooh, like I can feel it. Like in my the back of my knees for some reason. Like the parts that aren't supposed to hurt. Listen, just just stick to the Mary J. Blige dances. Exactly. I'm shocked. That's a that's a 2020. I didn't know Izzy's knees were hurting because she's soccer division one soccer player. Zumba. Because of that, my knees are shot. Like I I had bad knees all through like my like my college career. I dislocated my knees in college like multiple times. What? Yeah, I have. I don't have good knees. No, I was wearing a mobilizer for weeks at a time. Like I'm shocked that knock on wood that I haven't had to have any type of knee surgeries. Oh. But my knees and ankles are horrible. But you're in better shape than you were when you were a Division One athlete, which are by default which in better true. shape. Than, and yeah, that's why I can't figure out. I'm like, which is what? true. It's just, what is going uh, on? I mean, the joints are just not in good shape. Oh no. Oh, oh, we're gonna damn you, damn you, 2020. Yeah, we're gonna pray on your knees. Like, did you guys not see? Yeah, you guys didn't see that? Um, when the one video of like the uh the Britney Spears remix. Of the hit me baby one more time. Thirties when you start to yes, die. yes, yes, yes. I did not see this. My lower back is killing me. <laughs> I must admit, my knees are weak. My knees are weak. But like you, I cannot believe you did not see this. It was it's, it's excellent. It's a Facebook video, not. I think that's why. Yeah, Lily, why aren't you on Facebook but you're on Instagram? I think this is the problem. I think a lot of my life. I've missed, You're or missing. your lives I've missed because yeah. <laughs> my detachment, I disconnect yeah. exactly. Oh, wow. Okay, so speaking of, I, I have no transition for this one. It is really hard. There is a lot of natural just, disasters just, that have taken place this year. Um, Izzy, do you want to give us a roundup of all the natural oh. disasters? I feel like I said this before in the description of 2020 that it was the best of times and it was the worst of times like shit hit the fan in the world this year let's talk about the fact that there was hurricanes literally uh the weather people turned into dj Khaled. another one (laughs) another one another one like i think we went back through like the whole freaking alphabet of hurricanes this year alone for sure. There was so many. So we had hurricanes. There was freaking tornadoes. We had wildfires raging in places that don't even usually get wildfires, too. The smoke was hella bad all over the place. Like, the whole West Coast was basically looking like a horrible Smokey the Bear commercial. Like, it was yeah. just terrible air quality. We had flooding. Like, there's just 
there's just way too much shit that was happening this year. It was a crockpot of fucking shenanigans. Too much. Of those disasters, which ones were you immersed in? Because I was immersed in, we had fires here. Now they weren't, we were getting the smoke from uh, down the coast, but we had fires here in the Okanagan that was happening. But were you a part of any of the hurricanes? I was a part yeah. of, uh, oh, I'll let me jump in real quick. Um, I don't remember uh, if I told you guys, we got hit by a thing, I think it's called Dershio. It's basically an inland hurricane. It's really rare. So, like, 100-plus-mile-per-hour inland winds that weren't caused by tornadoes hit Iowa and just did billions of dollars of damage in August. And it was really weird because, one, like I said, it's rare. And, two, like, when it happened, like, we only get, like, maybe, like, nine not 90 minutes, but maybe, like, an hour warning about it. And it just leveled so many things. It's, look it up. It's Dero Shio. Yeah, I think it's D-E-E... Daryl, or D-E-R-E-C-H-O. It's, I never heard of it in my life. And then, like, everyone kept posting pictures of, and, like, uh, like power was out, like, internet was down, and, like, you were getting pictures, like, oh, yeah, here's a tree down. Oh, here's a tree down over here. It's like, wait a minute, you live, like, 50 miles from me. How are you having the tree down? It was, it was just nuts. Yeah, just Google okay. that. Yeah, it's, it was basically like an inland hurricane that hit Iowa. And that, um, didn't do too much damage to my house, but, like, we had, um, some power objects near us, self, self-service was down for a while. And, like, there's still damage around Iowa from it. You know well, it's bad. You know it's bad when it's something that doesn't happen ever. Yeah. Uh, of course it happens <laughs> yeah, in Of course. Yeah. It, if it can and happen, it, it can happen here. And just right explain it to everybody. Like, hey, there was an inland hurricane. I, mean, I know that's not a thing, but it, this happened across, like, miles and miles of Iowa. But people won't even bat an eye and, uh, anymore. Like, oh, of course there was one. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Izzy, oh, Izzy, was it, of course it's a thing. Izzy, wasn't there a time when I was talking to you on the phone and you were literally like in the craziest windstorm of yeah, all time? Yeah, we had like tornado warnings and all kind of stuff. Like at one point we were watching the news and they're like, okay, it's time to take cover now. And like we're like in the bathroom, the family of four. Okay, Marley put on her damn freaking unicorn helmet because they said like, you know, if you're in a car or if you're if you have a helmet nearby, put their helmet on, put your shoes on. So here goes Marley with her shoes and her helmet. What? Yeah. Um. But again, like tornadoes and winds and heavy rain caused from like the hurricanes. But not only that, like let's not forget that this year started off in January with a volcano eruption in the Philippines. Oh, yes. It it was huge. I remember uh, one of the ladies that used to go to my classes in L.A., she was on vacation in the Philippines and, like, having to scramble to try and leave. Oh, my God. Because of the the eruption. Like, it's crazy. But then, not only that, there was 67 confirmed eruptions for volcanoes at some point in 2020. It's not literally there's just every kind of natural disaster. And then along with the Iowa anomaly, there was a fire tornado. Remember that? Yeah. No. What fire tornado? In California, there was wildfires and there was a tornado and there was a fire tornado. Fire tornado. Uh Uh-huh. Sparking up. Like, of course, because 2020, like we had the fire tornadoes and then we also had the murder hornets. 
Oh, yes. The murder hornets. We cannot forget. How'd those go? What happened to them? They caught them. They They caught all? Like, yeah, remember them Washington? They had all? like look. You gotta catch them all. Remember them Washington? All? They found the the nests and they had like these. I never seen like the the suits they had, but they, like they were really not gonna get stung, and they found them and sucked them up somehow. What? I think, I think that's it. I think we caught them. All of, all them. of them. Hopefully. That was crazy. By the way, when look, when did, that did news you came out, because BC had them. Oh no! It, we had. I think we had them. They said they came from Washington. Yeah, they came from Washington State. It was just so wild because it was like, okay, we've got COVID, we've got wildfires, and now we've got these hornets. We got to watch out for. And it just was too much. It was too no, much. It's way too much. It's way too much. But still, people still wouldn't stay their asses in the house. <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> they were at the beach, English Bay. Jeez. <laughs> All those videos that went viral. You remember that. That was crazy. Yeah. Well, one good thing. Well, we've named a couple good things out of all this, but uh, I, I think for one of the triumph, triumphant moments was knowing that Harvey Weinstein was getting locked up. And, oh, yes. Uh, is, was no longer going to have the power uh, that he once held in the world, I would say. I wouldn't even say just Hollywood because he would do this everywhere um, where he would uh, do everything, abuse women, sexually, rape, and now he's gone um, in jail. And I just hope that the Me Too movement continues to have the results like his where uh Justice prevails, and they're locked up. Um, we talked a bit about the Epstein doc before we came on. Izzy, do you have a, a update on what happened with the she Was he his? Was it the wife that went missing? It was like his girl. Wait, the wife that went missing? No, the girlfriend. It's the, the girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah, she was like a long the accomplice time. or the yeah yeah um, Elaine Maxwell. Yeah. She was finally arrested, and she's in prison now. Um, she's in custody, but they they basically have her on suicide watch. Um, mm. In the beginning, while she was first in there, and then now, apparently, she's been assigned to keep an eye on suicidal inmates. But um, they're talking about $28.5 million bail. Wow. Yeah. Watching that documentary was one of the most, like, I I was sickened, like, at my core, just disgusting, filth, human beings. Did you both watch it? It was really hard to watch, especially, like, as a mom of daughters. It just... It was just horrible. And then to me, like, Elaine Maxwell is one of the most vile, disgusting human beings. Like, the fact that she was helping this man to do these horrible, horrific things to these little girls is just, it's insane. Do you know what they found? 
Do you know where they found her? They ended up finding her, um, I think, at one of her... Like 10 mansions or 10 yeah, one properties? Yeah, mansions. Or, but there was so much speculation as far as, like, where she was. Like, is she in a bunker? Is she in a submarine? Like, where is she? Wow. And are people helping her? I think that was yeah. one of the biggest things, right? Because they people mm-hmm. think she knows too much or whatever it is. Uh, speaking of power, Kanye ran for president. Did any of her vote or friends vote for him? Nope. That was a fast nope. <laughs> that, was a, that was a hard nope. That was a hard nope. Yeah, I'm not with any of that. So just... It was a really weird occurrence because he got added to the ticket, but then he dropped out of the race, but then they didn't pull him off the ticket yet. So in some states, he was still on the ballot. Oh, interesting. I think the most fascinating thing that I learned out of all that was his middle name, which is, I believe, Omar? Did you guys know that? No idea. Not at all. No, that's new to me. I might need to run a Google on that, but I'm pretty sure (laughs) I saw it and I went, wow, the fact that he's never said his middle name on any of his records, or maybe I wasn't paying enough attention. Uh, I think it is Omar. I don't want to run a Google on this computer because it will crash. But, yeah, that was something that I found quite fascinating. But um, I have just read that he's probably going to run again. So when that happens, we shall see. Um. I think one of the other big saviors in terms of entertainment, we can all say, was the verses, which is still going. There's Look, plenty more. The verses and club quarantine have been keeping people going through this whole pandemic. Did you? Yeah, they're, they're really, I mean, innovative, and it's just something that brings people together and. It's for the culture, you know, as they say. It's something that might have not happened had there not been a pandemic. But just the creativity and nostalgia that came from it and excitement, too, you know, and healing for some and pettiness for others. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) I won't say any names. I mean, there was one that comes to mind that was really, well, there's two, but, you know, and then, like, you know, just the new generation of, like, people seeing Gladys Knight and Patti LaBelle was awesome, you know. Oh, it was lit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, say it was, who was your favorite versus battle? Call them two. Yeah. I My favorite? Them. Oh, it's so hard because I loved, I loved, um, of course, Brandy and Monica. Like, that was, that my, was my whole That life. was my favorite. That was my favorite. Like, that's my album. Like, that's my soundtrack of life. Like, those two. That's it. I think that I think that is my favorite. I don't think I can really say that um, any of the other ones were my absolute favorite. I'm really waiting for this Lil' Kim and uh, Foxy Brown thing to happen. If it goes Look, down. Oh, that would be great. I need them to come through with a 50 Cent Ja Rule. Oh, God, no. Do you no, think they would do it? There will be a fight. That will... That'll be the first one where it gets canceled. <laughs> they're saying that they're saying that Fifty Cent and the game might do it. 
That'd be that'd be a that'd be a good one. Less dangerous. I think they would come to blows though. Ja Rule and fifty. And then, yeah, we've got Ashanti and uh, Cole. which got canceled, but now it's because, rescheduled because Ashanti tested positive for COVID, and then people were like dragging her on social media, acting like she's lying because she's scared. Like this, oh my god, this is the only time in life <laughs> that people will get mad at you for having COVID. Exactly. Oh, hello, Babyface versus Teddy Riley. Hello. Oh, oh my gosh, the memes for oh. that one alone. How did we forget? Oh, that was my memes. favorite. <laughs> that was my favorite. That was that was the best. One. <laughs> that one was so good. <laughs> that was too good. Um, all right, so there's a lot of things this year that got canceled. And Izzy, I'm going to turn back to you for the roundup of everything summary, if you will. Look. Everything that got canceled in 2020. So here's everything that got canceled, pretty much. Sports. That was a huge one. Uh, people lost money. People lost hobbies. It was just life-changing. We do have sports back now, but in a different capacity, but we'll dive into that up a little bit later. Um, events. Weddings and Huge birthday gatherings and anniversaries and trips, places, out-of-country cruises. Mark, you guys had a cruise that got canceled, right? Yeah, let's, let's jump in that real quick. Um, so we had a cruise plan for Greece, right? Mm. And so they, they literally canceled, like, at the last possible minute. And so the trick was, this was the risk. So... COVID's blowing up, you know, there may be restrictions lifted, which we know didn't happen right away. But they were acting like the cruise was going to happen while we were shutting down, right? This was in May. Yeah. And so this was, this. I, I said the trick. So when you cancel at a certain date, you only get party refund back, right? Oh, no. So it was like deal or no deal. Like the bankers making a deal. It's like, all right, you get 75% of your money back. All right, you get 50, you get 25, you get nothing. So we did the, we're going to go with our briefcase and just go all the way with it. And we got our refund back. But let me tell you, there's a lot of people lost thousands of dollars by cashing out early with the refunds. Um, it was risky for, at that, at that time it really was. Cause we were like, Oh, maybe they're going to force us to go and we lose everything. Right. But yeah, um, COVID said no and government started locking down. I mean, cause it really depended on the countries too. Like if mm -hmm. Greece and Italy and I forget where else we were going. Some of these other countries, if they didn't lock down, they said that, yeah, you can cruise. Then we were out of luck with our money. So really it, it was really dependent upon Greece. Number one, like Italy and, and they all fell one by one of restricting the, the cruises. But like, let me tell you, you scroll back on like, uh, it was Norwegian cruise. Go, go look at the comments. From like May, June, maybe April. Oh, people are roasting them. Oh sure. boy, oh. drag fest. Ooh, there's groups. <laughs> there's Facebook groups of anger. No, oh, I, I believe it. Now, how long did it take you to get your money back? Um. Oh God, don't quote me. I want to say it was maybe ninety days. I think it was oh, less than that, though. That's lucky because my oh, sister, you're very her, lucky. My sister's trip was canceled in April, and it took um, 
almost five or six months before she got her money back and she had cancellation insurance and it was like confirmed, like we cannot go because the country won't allow anybody to come in and out over 18 weeks to get the money. Uh, we were booked for it or not Italy, Spain mm-hmm. and we had to cancel and we still don't have our money back for all of the trip. And we have a credit, um, that I'm pretty sure expires on the anniversary of the departure date. So yeah, no, they're going to need to come through with an extension on the credit or they need to just give me the money because at this point, it, it, it ain't no trips happening still. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. a lot of people lost, you know, trips, like you said, weddings. Money, uh, yeah. What else? What else was in that? Uh, hello, jobs. Jobs. Yeah, was jobs. Big one. Huge jobs one. was canceled. And uh, again, we had the companies that did it in such a horrific way that they basically came on and was like, you about to lose your job and hung up in your on face. Zoom. Um, on, on Zoom. Zoom. And yeah. just hung up in your face. And then that's it. And then you get a Cobra package in the mail. Um, so jobs got canceled. Um, let's see. Graduations. Gyms. Got canceled. Gyms got canceled. Uh, restaurants got canceled. Bars got canceled. Uh, yeah, pretty much like any like in-person kind of family gatherings got canceled. HBCU homecoming, is it? Homecomings got canceled. Mm-hmm. Entanglements got canceled. Entanglements. Entanglements got canceled and blast. <laughs> uh, but out of all the things that got canceled, here we are coming close to a year since, you know, the whole world shut down and bills still ain't been canceled. No, they are still here to stay forever. They are here to stay. They are here to stay. A hot ass mess. If you can bring back, if you have the power to uncancel any of those things for the past nine months, this is a complete hypothetical. Mm -hmm. Um, What is one thing you wish was not canceled? What is one thing you wish was not canceled? That's a tough one. Just um, one thing. Is it the concert? Is it the sports? I know. I know. I have one. Okay. My Disney trip for my job. Oh, we, yeah. Damn. We planned it so well. I like going to Disney. It's nice. It's easy. Good food. Good fun. Uh, yeah, I got canceled early in the pandemic in March. We really planned it. We have our Disney Magic Bands orange sitting on the desk so and zane loves disney so that was like that's one a simple one but if i could cancel the covid that would do that yeah that would be that'd be the easiest one but, yeah but <laughs> so. disney disney was fun is you were supposed to be weren't you supposed to be at disney at the same we time we were supposed to be we were supposed to be at disney in june for the girls birthdays that's right yeah again, that's right canceled. i remember talking about that yep canceled so yet again travel Travel. I think travel is the big one for me. I feel like being able to connect with your friends and family is more important than anything. And it's just been really sad to see people, you know, in addition to losing their jobs, but not being able to reconnect because of travel really sucks. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, but let's end on a happy note. What are you looking forward to in 2021? Because this is our last episode <laughs> of you, the year. Speaking of like happy, you know, remember when I we did this last year, and the title of the podcast was "How do you want to walk into 2020?" Yes. Like, so wow. should we ask that question? <laughs> <laughs> Talk about how we walked in, eh? We walked with in a mask and with a face mask. shield and some hand sanitizer. Mask, face shield, full. No, PPE, I hope. I hope things sanitizer. get. I hope things get. Um, obviously, with the vaccine um, in progress, let's hopefully we can return to like a normal where we can just breathe on each other again. You know, if you still choose to do so and eat at a buffet and not worry about like if you forget your mask or gloves or whatever you wear, biohazard suit. So hopefully we can just get in the plane and be dirty again. Not getting sick. <laughs> He's hoping to walk into 2021 crusty as hell. <laughs> no, not crusty. Just I want to dusty. Eat some chips off the plane table and with peace. Well, yeah, that's never going to happen again. That's never going to happen again. <laughs> this might not even get ass. water served on a plane ever again. I heard they stopped doing that. Yeah. I My biggest thing is just being able to walk into 2021 with my loved ones and my family still COVID-free. Absolutely. That's it. That's really what it's all about. Safety, health, Safety well-being. First. Mental health, continue to check in on your friends. Don't forget to check in on one another because I think that with the beginning of a new year, it's a lot of stress for a lot of people. And especially with this holiday season, a lot of people have felt pressure to maintain tradition and that's costly for a lot of people. And um, we just have to be sensitive to our feelings and what we can all possibly be going through behind our doors. So um, we just hope that everyone has a safe and fun holiday season. And we cannot wait to return in 2021. Hopefully we get our shots too. Give us the connect. What do we call? 1-800-FIBER. <laughs> give me my shot. <laughs> I'll trade you some peanut butter, some nut butter, some with the good stuff. We'll just drop your name, and then hopefully they'll be like, ah, okay. Ah, good. that dude. Yeah, yes, please. Here's two doses. Hey, sure. oh, patient 475? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Damn. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. You know what else? Yeah. Let's not forget. Someone cut their hair off and has like the most bougie haircut that I've ever seen, and it's like I changed their name <laughs> in my mind to Izzy to Izay. Exactly. Hey. Exactly. We need to celebrate the only person who got their haircut in 2021 <laughs> for 2020 by a professional. Uh, they didn't do the DIY like like I did. Um, how do you feel? I, uh, you know, my neck is cold and my ears are cold, but. It was very freeing, and I'm liking it. Um, yeah, I just, the wash and go is strong with the short hair. Is it easier to maintain? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Do yeah, you my, miss my, carrying a my, scrunchie? Um, my signature pineapple, I do miss it, but um, 
it's just so much easier now. Well, all right. We all need to, do you recommend it? Like the, the, the feeling of getting a haircut? Cause a lot of people have said like, it's really like we had Jamie Taylor on last week and she talked about going and getting her, her hair done at happy birthday and feeling better. Would you recommend that experience, the salon experience? Absolutely. I think, um, that, you know, the salons are doing, the hair salons anyways are doing everything that they can to make sure that people are able to kind of use their services in a safe manner. Um, it, yeah, I mean, if I would have tried to do this by myself, it would have been like a mushroom cut, like horrible. <laughs> horrible. I went back and forth with the idea and it probably took me six months at least, a good six months to pull the trigger on it, but Donald was like, it's, quarantine it's not like you have to go anywhere just do it <laughs> you're right oh my god it looks amazing by the way it was so, so good you're, a whole, you're like yeah. a whole new vibe and swag too for That's real about it yeah i'm looking at it right now because you, you've already changed all your profile photos you were ready she was she has like a pr team behind her or exactly something. <laughs> The machine. She's got a whole new ro- wardrobe and like champagne <laughs> pearls and <laughs> bags. Like, so there's a joke I always have on Facebook. Once again, that you're not on. Like, I always joke about my Atlanta um, stopover because I always connect to Atlanta for some reason, or occasionally, you know. Yeah. And I always say I have to do like a fashion shoot because it's the fanciest airport. Like, I feel like Izzy's embodying my Atlanta inspired fits. Your in layover. Yeah, I love it. It's a ridiculous yeah. joke I have. I like you'll if you ever jump on, you'll see I have a bunch of posts dedicated to it. I'm gonna dedicate five minutes a week to Facebook just for you guys starting next year. Yes, please do. Five minutes, I will drop in. Okay, you guys, it's it's the time that everyone has been waiting for. Did you guys know that this is? everyone's favorite part of our show no i didn't yes that's the that's, best part it's it really is i think we really set off people's weekend we put them on a path it's netflix pig of the week moment we should have some music for this part in 2021 can we, can we contact our favorite intro person that maybe whip up a song for us we should i'm gonna call i'm gonna call amy and i'm gonna call shane and i'm gonna see if we can like do some Music. Can we please be friends? We need to just be friends with them. I feel it's just going to happen. But my pick is everyone's pick. It's America's pick. Queen's Gambit. Oh, love. Love. Rush through that. I felt like I watched it so fast. Like, I felt like I watched it in like three hours because I was so addicted. So good. Izzy, what's your pick? Such an amazing show. So Donald had started watching it, and now I am slowly hopping on. But my pick is Manhunt, the Unabomber on Netflix. It's, I feel like I didn't really know much about the story of the Unabomber. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm finding out a lot. It's really good. Definitely binge worthy, and it's on Netflix. It's actually on Netflix because my picks lately have not been from Netflix. So we're bringing it all back. <laughs> well, 
Uh, you took it all the way back because I'm pretty sure the guy on that show went to Glen Eagle Secondary. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Graduated same year as my brother. Um, I'm saying all this, but I am not running my Googles to get his actual name. But, yeah, if you Google, you will find uh, that you took it all the way back. All the way back. Um, man, Netflix. Uh, well, last night I watched Christmas in California because I was looking for a little escapism. Um, so that was a lighthearted rom. Well, it wasn't really a rom-com. It was more like a rom. Um, and what else have I seen? I feel like I mentioned all of them last week. Um, yeah, I mentioned all of them last week. Queen's Gambit, uh, Summertime. Um, Queen's Gambit was last week's pick? Yeah, that was my last week's pick. Oh, well, whoa. Did, I should have picked something else. Um, I'm not caught up on the podcast yet. You can pick, you can pick another one if you'd like. I, I feel like what? I... One second. Let me, let me pull up right now. Hold up. Uh, one second. It's a good movie. The Hater. Watch The Hater. The Hater. It's a Polish um, thriller. It, it, it's dubbed very well. It's about a uh, guy who goes work for a troll farm. Okay. It's really interesting. It's very on Netflix? 20, yeah, it's very 2020. It's a really good film. I think it should win an Oscar. Oh. That's just my opinion. I think, so I think it's really well done. Do you have your favorite New Year's movie. Is there a movie related to New Year's that you love? I do not. Is that a thing? I'm making it a thing. <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> is it a, I think there was a movie called New Year's with like Ashton Kutcher, but I don't know if a New Year's themed movie exists other than that one. Yeah, I don't think that's a thing. We should make it a thing. We should make a movie about New Year's. What would the plot be? Um, that they never got out of the year before. It was almost like a giant groundhogs. See, I feel like that's a Amazing. Black Mirror episode. That'd be that'd be a good Black Mirror episode where some technology or something. Can't get. Yeah. And we would call it No Next Year. Yeah, that sounds. Oh, that's. That sounds like a great idea. Right? Who's, who's a good start? writer? Who's, who's a good writer? Well, I can, I'll spit the ideas you write them for me. And All you right. Can, you can put your mumgry touch on it, and Izzy can put her awesomeness on it, and it would probably 10, 10 out of 10, 100% fresh, everything. Get Dan Levy on it. We're good to go. Did I hear Oscar? Oscar? Did I hear Oscar? I heard Oscar buzz. I did hear Oscar, Oscar buzz. It sounds Oscar amazing. Oscar buzz. Uh, you could actually be in it. I think you'd probably be good on on the set. No, I feel like we'd need someone who always looked like they were constipated, like in the <laughs> face, because that would have to be the whole look, right? It's like, oh no, I no, I feel no, I feel. Like and I hope I don't have that. No, look. no, no, no. Like <laughs> my, my visual right now, I feel like your vibe. You're all happy and calm and. You're panicking. You're on Skype in Canada. Be takes place in BC and show the BC's shoreline, expensive apartments, and everything. Right. Like 
and like you're 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 on the phone with Izzy and someone whoever, maybe recording a podcast and your tech doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And it just develops from there. It's still twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> no next year. No oh. next year. It just evolves into madness from there. Take your pick of which way you want to go. I think it's going to happen. Someone's going to steal that whole movie plot from us. Watch. It's okay. You can steal the recipe, but you don't know how to make it. You don't know how to make it. That's right. That's right. You don't know. You don't know how to add that salt. Um, all right. Well, you guys, I think that uh, we're ready. I think we're ready for next year. I totally agree. We're ready. We are ready. We, we are, are ready. ready. 2021, please be good to us. Please be good to us. I can't believe that we had the same conversation last year and it turned into a hot garbage mess. (laughs) We're going to walk in it. We're going to walk into this year a lot better. Knock on wood. Um, All right. Stay happy. Stay safe. And stay mumgry. Stay mumgry. Stay mumgry.